hi there, Hannah here, and welcome to another episode of the CAS Pod, the Community Action Suffolk podcast. You may know us as CAS, and we are the go-to organisation for voluntary, community and social enterprise organisations right here in Suffolk. We exist to support the sector and help you to help others. So in this episode, we are doing something slightly different. As regular listeners will know, we usually bring you stories straight from the sector, but today we're going to be talking about a particularly hot topic at the moment that we think you'd really like to hear about. So this time we are talking climate change and a phrase that I'm sure many like me will be unfamiliar with, the climate change commercial ask. So I'm delighted to welcome Katrina Browning from Suffolk County Council. Hello, Katrina. Hi, Hannah. Great to be here. How are you? Good. Um, very well, thank you. Very well, thank you. So for those that, that don't know you, Katrina, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, what's your background, where you work, what you do, and perhaps one thing that people might not know about you? Well, I'm a senior procurement business partner at Suffolk County Council, so I've worked in our procurement team for over 20 years. Um, before coming to, to Suffolk, I previously worked for the NHS at the National Purchasing Unit down in Reading, um, and I was a buyer there for five years working on, on them, both national contracts and working locally in trusts. So I've got over 25 years experience working in the public sector um, as a buyer, mainly purchasing services, but a, a lot of different services over the years and in between the services, a number of products. I live locally in Suffolk in, in Stone Market. Um, and those people that know me probably know me quite quite well because I tend to talk a lot, um, but they may not probably realise I'm, I'm actually Norfolk class from across the border. Oh, I've <laughs> That's the standard question that everyone asks, isn't it? <laughs> but I am an Ipswich supporter and a season ticket holder as well. So, oh wow! <laughs> well, uh, coming from Norfolk and being an Ipswich supporter, cough, dear oh dear. <laughs> I got converted. Got converted. <laughs> so you've joined us today to talk to us about climate change. What's the project that you've been working on? Um, the council declared a climate emergency in 2019 um, and along with that they made a commitment to be carbon net zero by 2030. When we look at our carbon emissions as a council, um, the emissions um, from our scope three emissions, which effectively are the emissions from what we purchase, account for just under half mm -hmm. of our overall emissions. So mm -hmm. we won't meet our net target zero, our, our net zero target by 2030 without our suppliers also reducing our carbon impact. So we've been reviewing the guidance um, and the information and the work that we do with our suppliers to try and reduce their carbon impact. Um, and that's created our climate change commercial ask. Okay, so, so what are you actually asking them to do, asking your suppliers to do? How can they? Well, when we talk, when we talk to our commercial staff and our and our buyers about our approach with our supply chain, and I said to them, you know, how can we ask our suppliers to come on board? They said, just ask them, just be really clear and just ask them. So the the climate change commercial ask does just that. It's a one page document for our suppliers, um, and it's asking our suppliers to to walk through some really straightforward, simple steps, um, which effectively are know the impact your organisation has on the environment, have a policy, embed that policy in, in the culture of your organisation. Um, so it really makes a difference. It's not just a, a tick box exercise. Um, 
ensure your environmental impact is measured and regularly reported on and oversee that at a high level. And when you do that work, focus on the areas where you'll have the biggest impact, um, which generally tends to be travel um, and building usage. Um, not only looking at what you do as an organisation, but also your own supply chain and their environmental impact. And ultimately, asking our supply chain to come on board to commit to be carbon net zero by 2030, which of course is far earlier than the government's current target of 2050. It, it's an ask that's written very simply. Um, it's not quite as straightforward as that because obviously there's a lot of work behind each of those, each of those elements. Um, but it's something that can be proportionately applied by organisations of any size um, by starting to go down the road of reducing their carbon impact wherever they are on that journey at the time. That's really great to hear because, you know, as you know, some of our organisations are, are really quite small. And I think, you know, there's been so much in the press recently about climate change and obviously working towards these big government commitments. But actually, I think some some really small organisations probably struggle to understand how they can have a dramatic impact, actually. Um, and, you know, it, it's nice that you're talking about those really simple steps and it kind of says, does what it says on the pin as such. When we talk to organisations, um, they usually are doing far more than they think they are. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And it's about concentrating the efforts where you'll have the biggest impact um, and We've planned the Climate Change Commercial Ask to guide suppliers to do that. Excellent. So how well, how big is the council supply chain? I'm imagining it's it's quite big and you spend a lot of money each year. Um, well, I spend last financial year was 677 million with over 1,400 contractors. So it's absolutely huge spend. Um, but when you look at the impact within Suffolk, um, both the county council and also all the other district and boroughs and when you take their overall carbon impact collectively it's only still only a couple of percentage of the overall carbon impact within Suffolk which shows you how important it is for each and every supplier each and every organization and each and every household to make a difference if everyone starts moving in the right direction we will make a difference because if the county council hit net zero we would still be only making a very small dent in reducing our carbon impact of Suffolk. Mm, so yeah. it's a collective effort, it's a community effort, it's a household effort. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting to hear that actually that's quite, that's such a small proportion. I don't think most people would envisage that that was the case, um, no. but it really does mean that everybody's got a role to play, doesn't it? A absolutely. Um, and I think when it comes to climate change, um, so often we hear people say, oh, it's if I make it if I do something it's not going to make a difference you know we need the we need the organizations and the countries that are really um having their biggest impact to, to make action um that's not true we need everybody to make action mm. and it all of those small steps they add up yes. <laughs> they add up to a lot and they absolutely need to happen um if we're going to be able to reduce the impact that we're seeing at the moment yeah, and, and of course, it, it will also reduce costs for organisations as well. So, um, you know, it, it's a bit like your, your normal household bills, isn't it? If you turn your lights off more often, even something as simple as that. Um, Absolutely. Um, the, the Climate Change Commercial Ask is backed up by advice and guidance as well. So we're making a clear ask, but we've also put a lot of links within the documentation to the Carbon Charter 
where we put all our information on there for, for organisations and schools um, regarding reducing their carbon impact. So there's loads of advice and guidance there about how to write a policy, how to put an action plan together, what to include in your action plan. And of course, then to look at the biggest impacts. Um, and like you say, buildings and lights and then heating, um, they are a big impact and they're a big cost as well. So a lot of what we're doing makes good business sense as well. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And it's really nice to hear that the, there's sort of examples of what people can do and you know, sharing best practice is always quite good. So, so how are you implementing this um, within the council? We've introduced uh, climate change e-learning for all of our staff um, and asked them to undertake that. Um, in addition to that, we've trained 140 staff um, in commercial roles, that's procurement commissioning and contract management roles regarding the climate change commercial ask and how to use that. We've, we've created some additional documentation and guidance to support them. So we've got a contract management checklist, for example, for them to work through. Um, so they can use that when they talk through um, reducing carbon impact with their suppliers and in their contract review meetings, for example. Um, of those staff that have undertaken the climate change commercialised training, 110 have made a personal pledge regarding the work that they will do in their job going forward to implement the ask. So we'll go back later on in the year and talk to them about that pledge to see whether or not they've managed to achieve um, and if they haven't to look at what barriers have stopped them doing that so to see what we can do corporately to to reduce that impact to make sure that they can meet it over and above that we're now looking at our top 100 and top and top 1000 supplies in terms of spend and um, to check through that the contract managers have attended the training whether or not those suppliers have got external environment accreditation whether or not they've got a carbon reduction plan in place and ultimately we're looking to bring in carbon reporting to our contract terms to make it mandatory for our suppliers and um, to know the carbon impact and be measuring it. So um, that that's that's the steps we're working on now. Wow, I, I like the idea of a pledge. I think that's a really nice, simple way that actually anyone could pick up across their staff teams, isn't it? I'm certainly thinking that we could probably do that at CAS and just ask every individual member of staff just to make one small pledge of something that they're going to do. So for our, our sort of, not members of CAS, but the, the people that sign up to our networks and, and, you know, receive all our information and our support, how can it relevant to them? Well, our, our Climate Change Commercial Ask um, has been designed for our supply chain, but it's an ask that can be made of any organisation in Suffolk. Um, so in terms of CAS's members, if your members wish to reduce their carbon impact, which I'm sure they would do, then they could take on board the climate change commercial ask voluntarily and work to it. So there's an ask there of your members to say, look, if you're if you're not already on your journey, um, take take on board the ask, you know, commit to working to it and move forward. Um, your members working within your community within the communities of Suffolk are absolutely essential um, in terms of trying to move things forward. Um, when we look at the carbon impact across Suffolk, um, it really shows you how important the VCAC are out there um, regarding working with individual communities um, to reduce the impact, whether or not it's a, a village hall or buildings, um, or it's just changing culture. Mm. So the ask is there as a tool, tool for your members to use, um, but it's also raising awareness of your members to say, look, you know, you can make an impact um, and can you build it into the ethical way that you're working? Yeah, and I guess also, um to promote to others as well because and not just other organizations but i'm thinking you know some of our, our more um grassroots community projects so things like good neighbor schemes 
you know, they could actually start to spread the word through individual households and, and those sorts of areas as well. So it'd be really good to, to get everybody part of that movement, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Um, we are holding a series of webinars um, for VCSE in Suffolk, um, working with yourselves to promote that. And we held the first last week and a lot of the conversation that we had was, a, was around working within the communities um, and how can we raise the community awareness. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> we like to ask on all of our podcasts um, for three top tips from our guests. Um, so what would be your three top tips to anyone that, that wants to get involved or, um, you know, has, has dabbled in this in the past and maybe not had a little, had much success or, um, yeah, three top tips. The, the feedback we had um, from colleagues when we, when we first picked up the review of the guidance was people haven't got time to read long documentation. Yeah. Um, so my, my top tips are keep it simple with a clear message and ensure your colleagues hear the message before you ask others to do the same. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So in your, in your kind of um, more general role, um, as, as well as now with this, is there anything that you wish you'd known earlier? We've taken learning from our approach to social value um, in the way that we've approached the Climate Change Commercial Ask. Um, and that's been invaluable about keeping it simple um, and keeping the messages really clear. I just wish we'd used this approach years ago. <laughs> I think we've lost some time that we could have made up. Well, we can we can go full steam ahead now. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's something that's been coming and talked about on the periphery for a long time, hasn't it? But um, I agree, you know, keeping it simple is, is really important. And you mentioned social value there. Um, and for our listeners, there will be a future podcast all about social value. So um, keep your eyes peeled for that one uh, and have a listen when it comes out. So what's the best thing about your role then, Katrina? Best thing about my work, my role is working and meeting so many different people. Um, I'm very lucky that my role um, as a buyer is project based. So each project only, only lasts for so many months and you're working on the next next job which just means I get to meet so many different people, both within the council and externally. Um, and a big part of my role now is the is procurement policy as well. Um, and that gives me an even wider group of people to work with, which is really interesting. Good. And, and something that we do like to ask all our guests, just to put you on the absolute spot, everybody gets asked this and we've had all sorts of different crazy answers to it. <laughs> Um, but what's the funniest or weirdest or most memorable experience you've ever had at work? <laughs> um, I'm going to go back a long way um, for when I worked at, worked at the Department of Health. Um, and I was, I, mean, I was a buyer of orthotics. Um, so when we were in the rehab team, we had to go on a national tour and um, talking to physios and orthotists um, and orthopaedic consultants. So we had like five stops. So I think we were Bristol, Bristol, Birmingham, York, Liverpool and London. So um, a lot of work across the week and presenting at the, at, um, the conferences as we went. Um, it was memorable because I think across the week I managed to drive from York to Liverpool across the moors and get lost in freezing fog during the middle of the night. Oh, no. <laughs> so I, I turned up in the early hours with only a couple of hours sleep to then carry on and present the next day. And then um, towards the end of the week, I managed to fill my car up with them, um, my diesel car up with petrol. Oh. 
What a week. <laughs> but, but luckily enough, I've managed to leave. I don't know how because I'm always late for everything, but I've managed to leave ahead of my boss. So um, I was able to get into, I, I left my car at the petrol station and he picked me up on the way and we sorted it out after. Right. Did you manage it's... not to turn the ignition on? <laughs> I, I did. I literally didn't leave the forecourt. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I've never done it since. I don't know how I managed to do it. Um, but it, it was a memorable week, never to be repeated ever again. I'm sure more people have done it than you realise. <laughs> um, okay, so to kind of to summar to summarise where we've been today, uh, Katrina, that I think you know tackling climate change feels like a huge thing. It could be quite daunting. It's you know, it, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's very big, and we've talked a little bit about how everybody can play their own little role in it. Um, and contribute to the wider effort. But for those that are sort of listening to this and thinking, I'd really like to get involved, but me doing my little bit won't won't change anything. And you know, how can I go about this? Where do people start? What what are the kind of next steps? It it is a huge task and it is daunting. Um, the the key is to start on the journey. Um, and then once you're on the journey to go as quickly as you can um but it you just got to keep moving in the right direction you know if yeah. you're turning the lights off if reducing your if reducing your energy usage you know straight away you're making a difference then move on to the next thing um but if you can focus on the biggest impacts first um which is where the ask comes in and the guidance from the carbon charter that's freely available um then that will help you to do that yeah and if people want to find out more where do they go um, on the on the county council's website, we have a, a climate change commercialised page, so you can Google and find that. Um, or if you Google carbon charter, you've got information there that's freely available regarding reducing the carbon impact. Um, you can also become a carbon charter member and have an accreditation scheme. Um, and there's a cost there for some organisations, but um, at the moment, my, my understanding is there's funding for um, SMEs, which most of your members would, would qualify for. Excellent. Excellent. A bit of funding to help these things is, is always gratefully received, I think. Um, but yeah, so head over to the website, people, um, Count, Suffolk County Council, and look for the Climate Change Commercial Ask page, and there'll be lots of relevant information on there for you. So it just remains for me to say thank you, Katrina. It's been lovely talking to you this morning. I look forward to talking to you again in the future about social value. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully I will see you soon. Thank you, Hannah. Um, and thank you for your listeners' time as well. I'm, I'm sure they found it most enjoyable and informative. Um, do let us know if you start to do anything in your organisation. Um, if you're starting to think about climate change and what you can do to help, then please do let Cass know on all the usual um, social media outlets, and we will share anything that we find out with Katrina and and get the word out there far and wide as possible. If you would like to take part in the CAS pod, do get in touch via our social media channels or you can find mine or Bryony's personal details on our website www.communityactionsuffolk.org.uk. We can't wait to see you. Bye for now.